Hello, and welcome to The Align Badass, a podcast that helps women be free enough to get what they want in health, relationships, work, and life. We break the rules, ditch the shoulds, and unapologetically align ourselves with who we are. I'm your host, Jen, transformation coach for badass women and your guide up Badass Mountain. And you'll hear I'm a very stuffy guide today. Um, I've had a cold since Tuesday, hashtag not COVID, thankfully, but this cold has been, I mean, (laughs) It's not great to be sick when you're like off work or when, you know, Zeke's been home and it's been a low key week, which has been really nice. So it's kind of like the perfect week to do it, but also like bummer, man. <laughs> but I'm hoping that I'm I'm getting enough rest. I'm drinking my green juice. I'm doing all the things I should be doing. So hopefully this cold exits stage left soon. Um, Happy New Year. It is January 1st, 2022. And I just posted on Facebook that I'm just like love. I love these few weeks because people really put themselves out there. There's still hope in the world. And I love that. And I love seeing their hope and their dreams and their reflections on the tough things that the previous year brought them and their hopes that the new year will bring them. I think that's so beautiful. And if you take time to really slow down and read those, like you get a pretty cool glimpse into people's hearts, into their true selves, their vulnerability. And whether they see those dreams come true or not, honestly, isn't the point. It's the point is to put yourself out there and to own that you still have dreams. You still have things to be um, discovered and things to hope for. And I think that's just so fucking beautiful. And I, I love it. I'm here for it. And also, like, I've done a really good job at curating my Instagram and my Facebook feed because I see a lot of y'all are readers. And I love seeing all the books that you read for the year and your goals for the next year and reading more. And I just think it's so awesome. I'm here for it. I love it. Um, today's podcast is about um, my marriage and it's about um, where I think I'm going right in my marriage. And I'm not saying I have all the answers um, and I've never really like pitched to myself as like, hey, I could help you with your marriage, but I probably can or your relationships in general um, based on the fact that I think I have a pretty great fucking marriage. Um, and I've had the gift of coaching many women who are in partnership or looking to change how their partnership is working. And I think I'm pretty damn good at it because I am living it, right? Like that's what I'm good at. What I coach is what I live and what I think I live well and can teach well based on my experience. Um, And so I wanted to reflect kind of on why I think, where I think Ryan and I get it right. And I think that it's not necessarily because we are so similar. Um, and And we are celebrating 10 years of marriage coming up in April. And, you know, we reflect on our marriage, I think a lot, like where it's like, we don't do like intentional like marriage counseling or, you know, journaling or anything like that. But I think that where I have grown the most and where I think that has given us a good foundation where we have mutually grown is in communication. And it sounds so fucking dumb because you hear it all the time. We're like, communication is the key to, and it really truly is. And you can see that as a, a thread throughout my business for what I offer in coaching is through the weekly wrap up in Sunday sync two amazing communication tools that are in the badass PDF mindset journal, as well as part of um, the Align Badass Method one-on-one coaching and Becoming Badass. That's why it's included in all three of those, because it really is like a communication tool for better communication with partnership with self. And when I think about what where Ryan and I really succeed as a couple, it really is that we are, it's not that we are similar and that makes it easy. It's that we are different and we communicate about it and we don't expect the other person. Like, I think we really, we really strive to have a zero sum game 
Um, that's one of the things I think it makes it successful as a couple is that it's not like, oh, you took out the trash and now it's your turn. Um, I think also having combined finances, I know that's a thing that is a personal choice, but I think that's really helped us. Um, but we are very transparent with all of our finances. We share all financial records, whether that's our debts, you know, in terms of our mortgage and our car payment, um, our budget, our checking account. Like we don't really have like secret money. We don't have secret money. It's all it's all out there for us to both see and communicate about when extra money comes in through bonuses or through, you know, whatever it is, we communicate about it. We make a decision together. Um, and we respect that decision, you know, that our money is our money. Whatever money comes in, whether I make $10,000 a month or $1,000 a month, like that is our money. And it's a really beautiful thing that I think has helped us, has, has again, reinforced that need for communication where we communicate about dollars going in and dollars going out. We're transparent about that. I also think um, a key to our success has really been that that concept of a zero-sum game. So, um, you know, we have responsibilities. It's, I think it's a combination of a zero-sum game plus gratitude and appreciation. If you were a fly in the wall here, you would, say us, you would see us saying thank you for shit that you're like, Oh, that's, that's cute. Like, I think people that hang out with them, I'd be like, oh my God, that's so thoughtful. But like for us that it is, but it's like, it's just like natural for us to, you know, Ryan is in charge of taking out the trash every Wednesday night. So the trash can pick it up on Thursday morning. Um, he's responsible for a lot of the like outdoor maintenance stuff. And so, but every time he mows the lawn, I'm not like, well, that's his job. So he did that. So good work. Like, I don't say, I'm, I don't think that I think, oh my gosh, I didn't have to do that. I have to say thank you, even if I know it's expected, right? And I think that's where a lot of couples struggle with resentment is, is with that concept of like, well, that's what you should be doing or that's your responsibility. Um, and they don't say thank you. And for the little things, right? And like every morning I unload the dishwasher. It's just what I do. I'm up first and I unload the dishwasher. And every morning he comes up and says, hey, thank you for unloading the dishwasher every morning. And that helps me not keep a zero sum game because I feel appreciated. A lot of communication issues in, in partnership are feeling underappreciated. That's like the majority of the things that I, when I'm coaching someone one-on-one and they're having struggles in their marriage, it's they, they feel under, they'd be happy to do what they are doing if they were getting a little more recognition and appreciation for it. And it sounds silly, right? Like we, we want to like mentally talk ourselves out of it. Like I shouldn't need a thank you. I shouldn't need a, but you do. It's really important to feel recognized in partnership. And so that can be for the little things. So that might be something that you institute in your relationship where you start think, saying, you either express that, hey, I'm feeling really resentful and I need, I know it might sound silly, but it's not. And to me, it's really important that if you say thank you, even if I'm, even if I'm supposed to be doing it, even if, you know, I always pack the kids lunches, like a thank you every day would be, would go a long way. It would make me feel really seen. And that's really important to me. And that requires you to be vulnerable. And I think that's where, um, you know, I have a couple of clients right now that are, that are opening up parts of their relationship, parts of themselves to uh, their to their partner, and what they're finding is that it's, it's vulnerable, and that's the hardest thing I think is is recognizing that when you want to deepen your relationship and your partnership, you have it requires a level of vulnerability, and that's exhausting and that's tiring and it's scary, and I acknowledge that with them. They're like, hey, this this new part of your relationship, it's gonna be. It's going to be scary because you haven't shared it, your true thoughts around this. Maybe you've been in a 10-year marriage and you haven't truly expressed how you feel or how you don't feel or 
And so that's really scary. And I think acknowledging that up front with your partner is like, hey, this is scary and this is different because I've acted one way for X amount of years and now I'm acting differently and this feels scary to me. But I know something needs to change because I'm feeling resentful and I don't want to feel that way towards you. I know you're a good human. I know I married a good person and I want to continue that partnership and it's going to change as we change, right? So I think, you know, one of the last things that I really, when I reflect on this is that, um, like he, he gives me permission to be me and I give him permission to be himself. And not that we, um, are perfect around it. Not that we are fully like a hundred, no matter what you do, I'll accept you. I mean, that's pretty, there are, there are contingencies, right? Like if he cheated on me, that would not be okay. Right. But if he buys another disc golf disc, that is fine. Right. Or, um, and I think that what really sparked this was this morning, we're sitting here and, um, him and Zeke are downstairs playing video games and I'm up here just kind of straightening up, just showered. And I was getting ready to do my, um, my, uh, new year's Oracle card poll and like do some energy cleansing and things like that, which he is totally not into, totally not into. But just because he's not into it doesn't mean he's anti it. And I think that's a big difference is that I'm not, I don't feel the need anymore. I think initially in my life I did. I don't feel the need to like have him on board and understanding it and accepting it and being like, oh, I think it's great that you do that. Like, I really appreciate, I want to understand more. I want to learn more. Like, I think for me where I've grown a lot and that has really helped us grow as a couple too, is that like, I don't need to understand everything that he's doing. I can love him and I can be like, oh, that's his thing. Cool. Right. And I also expect the same from him that like with, with a lot of the, it's kind of like the woo stuff that I do. He has expressed it. It's like, he's like, that is not my thing. That will never be my thing. And I'm like, cool. And I don't try to get him to like understand it or appreciate it. And of course there's like lines with this, right? Like some of it might be like, are you pro or anti-vax? Like, or maybe if you're religious or not, or, you know, there might be some things that you may feel like, no, they really need to understand and be on board with this. Totally get that. There's a lot of other things probably that you can let go that you can be like, oh, this is just my thing. And that's okay. They don't need to understand it. They just need to let me have it and to love me in spite of it so um and we always joke that like we both he has a monitor in his body somewhere that like when i'm like getting ready to meditate or to do an oracle card poll or something where i need like quiet like time he's like needs to come up and like be, have a question for me it's the funny thing it's a joke that we make and so now i'm better at communicating with him saying hey i'm gonna close my door and do a meditation or hey i'm gonna close my door and do an oracle card poll and he always jokes okay i'll be up in two minutes right so um but i think that when i reflect on our marriage what makes it really work is that we recognize that it is work we recognize that, um, I think, God, that gratitude and appreciation goes way further, for, especially, especially for the things that you expect the other person to do. Continuing to be grateful for that is huge. Um, communication, anything from like, what's for dinner? Or, hey, I'm feeling really burnt out. Or, hey, I just need a day alone. Or, hey, I love you, but I need to go and to Starbucks and sit there for a few hours or whatever it is. Like being able to communicate that and not have the person um, take it personally. And and I, I said the last thing, but one, one more thing I think is when we do argue, when things do get tense, um, and I know this is through his human design as well. He is an, he is emotional and I am non-emotional. And that doesn't mean like, don't take that for face value. It's not like I am not emotional because I'm very emotional, like literally emotional. But in terms of how we process emotions, um, one big thing that I've helped, that has helped me understand is that he, he can't always answer things in the moment. And very, and early on in our relationship, I would always press him be like, because I can make quick decisions. I can be like, okay, I know how I feel. I'm centered in it. I know what I'm feeling. 
here's my answer. And he needs some time to think. And it can be from anything. I mean, from like, hey, do we want to do this for dinner tomorrow night? He can be like, he needs some time to think about that sometimes. And so one of the biggest gifts that I have been given is through human design, understanding that in the moment, if we are having a very um, difficult conversation or we're getting into an argument, like when he gets into that state, I need to give him space and time. But for me to feel comfortable, I also need to express that, hey, we're still going to talk about this. Can we come back to this tomorrow? Or and it's even little stuff like about the budget. I'll be like, hey, we had this extra cash. Here are my thoughts on where we could spend it. Think about it and let's talk about it when you get home tonight. Instead of him feeling the pressure to respond right away, right? Like giving him time and space is really important because he is emotional. He does have his solar plexus um, as a defined center in his human design. And that's really helped me understand that too. So I guess if you don't know your partner's human design or you don't know your human design, just notice that when you're in argument, do they, it, would a timeout be appropriate? And a timeout with a deadline, right? Like, hey, I just, you can either ask for it for yourself. Hey, can I sleep on it overnight? And can let's talk about this tomorrow. I'm feeling really frustrated and upset. I just need some time to think. That can be something you can say, or you can give to them when you start seeing them get upset and get frustrated and, and shutting down. You can say, hey, I notice you're shutting down. I'm really frustrated and I really want to talk about this, but let's sleep on it. And can we talk about it tomorrow night? Is that okay? And getting agreement from your partner. So I hope I gave you some like tips or tidbits in there that you can think about communication. If you are thinking about, if you are struggling in a, in a marriage that you don't feel great about, maybe it's not terrible, you married a good human like in general, but you're having some main communication issues or you're not sure where to start, reach out to me. Um, one opportunity that's coming up here in a few days is Becoming Badass. We will talk about partner communication and setting boundaries. That's a really powerful week. Um, otherwise, if you want that, can like you want to like do this right, like you're like, hey, I want to unwind this and other parts of your life too, but maybe your partnership is one of them. I would encourage you to seek out one-on-one coaching through the Aligned Badass Method. That's one of the main things that I really honestly, in order for you to live more freely, and if you are in a partnership, most likely you have created styles of communication that don't support you living more freely. And so it's a really important thing to untangle that while you're thinking about improving your work life or being a better parent or your relationship with your finances or with eating or drinking. Um, A lot of this does come down to your partner communication as well if you are sharing in partnership. So I would encourage you if that's interesting, if you're like, man, that sounds awesome. Like I would love to have a relationship more similar to you and Ryan's or to have better partner communication or to express myself better with my partner and not feel shut down or get shut down or shut down or them. Um, I really encourage you to dive into one-on-one coaching. That's where the true magic happens. So that's what I got. I'm going to um, do a carpool after this. Hopefully I'm not going to sneeze into the mic. I feel a sneeze coming on. Uh, but yeah, I, I encourage you to reach out to me one-on-one or um, continue to listen to the podcast. There's, you can submit um, questions that you want answered on the podcast. Maybe you have something specific that I that I triggered and you're like, hey, but what about the situation or whatever? Let me know. And Becoming Badass enrollment is open. Uh, now it closes on noon January 9th, noon central time. The website for that is craftyourlifecoaching.com slash badass. I would love to have you inside of that. That's going to, the women that are in there already, there's seven women already and they are like, their energy is super cool. I can't not, I cannot wait for them to meet each other because they're going to like bounce off each other. I can see it so beautifully. And they're such a mix. They're a mix of 
single women who aren't in partnership, women who are single moms with children, obviously moms, children, um, women who are married, women who are newlyweds, who are married but without children. Like it's a, such a cool combination of different walks of life, but I see them coming together in this really, really cool way. So if you want to be a part of that, I encourage you enroll today, craftyourlifecoaching.com slash badass. And happy new year. Like, please live your dreams, express yourself. I challenge you to be the freest version of yourself this year. And that might require some deconditioning, some Jedi mind work on your on your thought process, um, thinking differently about how to get to your health goals in a way that feel really good and honor where you're at right now. And that is all so available to you. It's so available to you. And I would be honored to be a catalyst in any one of those journeys. Um, as always, you can reach out to me. I'll talk to you on the next episode.